from the big screen to the small screen and everything in between. This is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the newest episode of The Screeners. This is Chad. I'm Chris. This is Melody. I'm Josh. And I'm Daniel. And we're back again to talk all things media. We're very excited about this episode as we get to discuss our summer movie wager. Spoiler alert, I won last year, so I'll also get to share with everyone what they have to watch as their punishment or reward. We'll see. We would love to hear from you. You can find a lot of the stories that we're sharing and the conversations happening around the movies that we're talking about on our Facebook page. Or you can send us an email to screenerscast at gmail.com. With that, let's jump right into the episode. Welcome to the main event. It's that time of year again when the screeners get together to do our summer movie wager. This year, we're going to use the same rules that we used last year. You can find those rules at thesummermoviewager.com. And essentially, this is what we do. We try and guess the top 10 box office grosses, domestic box office, I might say, for the summer for a predetermined time that goes from May to Labor Day. And the way that it works is there's a point system. And in the top 10, if you get number 1 or number 10 correct, you get 13 points. And then moving down, if you're one place away in your guess, you get 7 points. If you're two spots away, 5 points. And if any of your picks land anywhere in the top 10, you get 3 points. We then also name 3 Dark Horse picks. And if any of those Dark Horse picks end up in the top 10, we get 1 additional point. After tallying up the total, the winner gets to choose... Uh, a film or a piece of media that the other screeners have to watch. Last year was our first summer movie wager, and I was fortunate enough to win. I tried to apply a little bit of strategy as opposed to Chris's go-with-my-gut method. As a result, Chris set the all-time low for all summer movie wagers in history. (laughs) And so I was trying to think of something to make him watch that he wouldn't like, some some kind of like super indie drama with very And unfortunately, it's, just, it's too late. It's already too it's late. Not statute too late. Yeah. of limitations have applied, and you it's waited not, too long. Statute so. of limitations. I'm pretty sure there's not a statute of limitations. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. Actually, what I'm going to do... There will do, be this year. <laughs> there will be this year. <laughs> I'm actually going to be very kind to my fellow screeners, and this is not something new, but it is something that I just completed, and it's marvelous. And so what I'm going to ask that you guys do is you have to watch the first two episodes of season two of Fargo. That's a very specific request. It's available on Hulu now. Just Hulu? uh, Let me look. Let me look. I know it is on Hulu. It may be in some other places. But that is my request. The first two episodes of season two of Fargo. Season one is a completely independent story, so you're totally fine to start with season two. Although season one is also excellent. So, see, I, I played nice this year. I can't promise the same thing will happen this year. If I win again, so, <laughs> you can't promise mercy well, next can't, year. Can't promise that. So <laughs> oh, here's what we're going to okay. do, guys. We're just going to go around, and we're actually going to start with our number one picks, and we'll go in order, and we'll do our dark horses last. So as usual, guys, I'm going to ask each of you just very briefly to describe your process. I know some of us are very serious about <laughs> this, and some of us yes. not so much. Very much like the podcast itself. And so I thought it would be interesting to hear a little bit about how you came up with your list and then give us your number one pick of the summer. Which movie do you think is going to make the most money this year in 2017? So let's start with Chris. Chris, tell us about your process and what your number one pick is. 
So my process is um, I looked at a list of all of the movies coming out and I thought, will that be popular? And then I put it on my list. And that was my process. That wow. worked well last year too. That's that's great. So so exactly right. Well, you know what? Hey, listen. I, there's a little bit of a spoiler because we're starting. We're doing this on the 17th of May, right? True. We're recording that 17th of May. So we've already had a little bit of an idea of what is going to do well, what's not going to do well. You know, I'm probably not going to put King Arthur on my list. I mean, that's just kind of something I'm probably not going to do. So you know, that's that's where I came from. I, I, I obviously I've listened to a couple of other podcasts do something similar to this, and I have taken from them their wisdom, and then I put it in a blender and destroyed it and just did what I wanted to do. So that's, that's my process. And we should yeah. also say too that we are recording this podcast two weeks after the release of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume right. 2. But we and since are allowing ourselves to include it, obviously, right. because it's in the window. So I'm going to go ahead and actually, that was a great transition to my number one pick, I'm going to say Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 will be the number one movie of the summer. Done very well so far, and I think it will continue to do so. Anyway, so that would be my pick for number one of the summer box office 2017 domestic. Okay, that's fair. Josh, what about you? What's your process and what's your number one? My process, I tried to be a little bit more scientific than last year. No, I didn't. I went to Google, <laughs> and I Googled summer movie releases 2017. Oh. And oh. I looked I looked through the, well, I looked through the Google results, and I tried to find the URL that I thought would have the fewest ads attached to it. <laughs> yes. And, hmm. and the tough. most list-like presentation, as opposed to a lot of these pictures of movies and details about what the movies are. I don't care. I just want to know the name. I found that website. And I scrolled down until I hit May because it was the whole year of movie releases and who cares about February. So I was there and then I looked at the titles and as I went down all the way through September, I remembered how embarrassing my picks were last year and I tried to not do that again. Good job. And that's how I arrived at my list. <laughs> that's good. Very good job, Josh. I would like to point well, out that you still beat Chris last year. I think that's fair. <laughs> yes. to say. Yes. That is fair to repeat. Okay. Okay. So... All that said, my number one pick is also Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 because it had like the biggest opening weekend ever so far, something. So, number one. Not totally one. accurate, but yes, I get your point. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate it, it the was, effort. Appreciate it, was, it was $145 million. You know, it's, it, it was, was big. It was a lot of money, no doubt. All right, Melody, tell us about your process and your number one pick. Well, I have a bit of a process in these in these wagers. And I would just like to say, I feel like Chad has gotten a lot of play, a lot of airtime, a lot of reward for his winning, mm -hmm. which he only beat me by a very small margin, first of all. And second of all, I did win the Oscar predictions and I got no reward for that and hardly <laughs> any comment about it. So I feel a little bit snubbed. So True. I did give some effort in this because I tend to be a good, like, test taker, you know, whatever. I like to be right if I'm going to be asked to, to do mm. these sorts of things. Interesting. But, there it is. Interesting. Lead, ladies that, and gentlemen, she likes to be right. Interesting. All right. But having said that, I have no confidence in my list whatsoever. And my lips, list makes me angry because it's literally all sequels and remakes and stupid summer yes. movies. But Correct. anyway... So what else am I supposed to say? My pick. Your pick. My pick is shockingly uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Okay. Yes. So what I took away from that was 
you lost last year but felt like because you almost didn't lose that you should get some sort of cookie or participation trophy. No, I don't trophy. know. First, first I won first and, reward for winning the Oscar and one. And that a game that we were not talking about and unrelated to our wager, you feel like retroactively you should get some sort of prize. Are you sure well, you're not I'm a millennial? I'm dubious of your invoking oh, your stupid how pride dare you? way more than a year after you won it. Okay, that's Whatever, true. millennial. Well, things are getting hostile. Can we move on now? Speaking of participation trophies, Daniel, tell us about your, <laughs> your process and your Didn't I get second place pick. last year? I thought I got second Maybe. place last year. Oh, Melanie, so there you go. myself. <laughs> oh, boy. There you go. Now the truth close. comes out. I was close. <laughs> Okay, so my process was not that much more scientific than anybody else's. All I did was, the only research I did was I looked up the box office of the, how do I phrase this? There are so many sequels this year, I looked up the box office of the previous movies. That's the only research I did. So, and also... (laughs) And also, I echo what Melody said, this summer seems very depressing as far as movies go there doesn't seem to be a lot of great stuff out there all sequels um guys there's a new transformers movie coming out this year this is an exciting year it's a banner so yeah it's guardians of the galaxy 2 that is gonna be the the highest grossing movie of the summer okay okay so i actually did uh, essentially the same thing that daniel did i took all of the movies and to ring that bell one more time, became depressed at all of the sequels, etc. Because it was very easy to find the previous box office and then compare it versus the last couple of years of what typically finishes first, second, third, fourth, etc. in the range about how much money it typically needs to make. With that uh, in mind, I put my list together. And I really do think after about number four, you could throw all of these in a hat and pull them out and who knows. Um, (laughs) So... That's about how scientific I got. My number one is Despicable Me 3. Mm. I know that Guardians of the Galaxy has made today, I think it's around $250 or so. The last two or three years, the first place film has made at least $400, and in some cases $430, $440. I don't know that Guardians is going to make another $100 but so I do think Despicable Me has a shot to overtake it. So that is my number one pick which now brings us to our number two chris back to you what's your number two pick my number two pick is your number one pick despicable me three the series has done a lot and it is one of the few good looking uh kids films coming out this year that has a, a shot at it so i think that will probably do fairly well so despicable me three is my number two good pick yep the the last one made about 330 million worldwide so we'll see what happens right. there all right uh let's go to josh josh what's your number two you know i debated about the relative ordering of two movies like this i have on my list but for my number two i went with cars three instead of despicable me three mm. okay a lot of love for Pixar, way up there at number two. Well, I should say that it's not because I think it will be a better movie since it looks like cartoon NASCAR in the trailer, but, you know, whatever. Well, I think we can all say that none of these movies necessarily look like good movies. <laughs> that's fair. They're just going to be on this list because that's what they, these are our options this year. Guardians of the Galaxy was wonderful. What it was. Guardians about? of the Galaxy was great. That's true. All right, yeah. Melody, what about you? Well, uh, no surprise, Despicable Me 3. It's the only decent-looking kids movie that's coming out this summer, in my opinion. So, (laughs) sorry, Pixar. Cars 2 was terrible, and Cars 3 doesn't look much better, in my opinion. Cars 2 was terrible. I think Cars 3 is going to be great, though. I think you guys are underestimating it, but we'll see. 
All right. Uh, let's go to Daniel. Daniel, what's your number two? I agree. Cars 3 is going to be good. But Despicable Me 3, it is. Number two. So my number two is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. No surprise there. We're all, uh, all in lockstep there, which, is now, which now takes us to our third spot. So the third spot is interesting because if you look at the, and I know none of you did, but if you look at the last two or three years, the three spot, there's usually about a $100 million drop between two and three. And yeah. then three, four, five, six, and seven all make about within like 10 or $15 million, $20 million of each other. So this is maybe where we'll start to get some of the action here with, uh, with our list. So what about you, Chris? What do you have as your number three? So this is the movie that no one is going to agree with me on, or at least no one that I've heard on podcasts or any other places that are doing this. But I think it's going to actually do a lot better than most people think it will, especially because Tony Stark is in it. Uh, I think Iron Man will sell Spider-Man Homecoming, and I think a lot of people will go see it and be surprised that they actually enjoy Spider-Man again. So I am betting that Spider-Man Homecoming will be number three. This All the summer. way up at number three. Yeah, I know. Right. I know. It's a little controversial, but I think I think so. Okay. All right, Josh. What about you? I already regret my list. Um, <laughs> I... And I, I don't even want to say the name of this movie, but my number three is Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Men Tell No Tales. Ooh, mm. yeah, okay. Mm. So you think mm. you think you think a lot of people are still down for some pirates? You don't think I that... don't have a lot of faith in humanity left, Chris. <laughs> it's also well, fair. I know, but you. Well, I'm just saying that the little faith that you do have in them that doesn't matter. You think they'll be so predictable that they're going to go see this movie? You think there's enough people to go see this movie and? justify it being number three i do you it's not every day you get to see johnny depp and mascara that movie could make a, a box office that would put it out of the top 10 or it could be number three there's just no yeah. there's just no way to know for sure that's true it could be number one if it's really I mean, great and everybody because it does have I, well seriously daniel's already have, reviewed it he's already reviewed it we already know already how it went movie Oh, that's true. See, this uh, is not fair. People are real seen... happy. Yeah, Daniel that. gets to see all the stuff early out there in Vegas. Yeah. So wait, wait, Daniel, what did you say? People are going to be happy? Is that what you said? I said people left the theater really happy. That's all I'll say about it. Yeah. See, because so yeah. so good buzz could could push that sucker over if it's if it's kind of because not none of us are expecting that to be any good based on the last two films in the series. So true. And I don't care what be people great. think. So is this like therapy? Are you trying to help me feel better about myself <laughs> right now? Because I don't. No, no, I don't know I just, what to do I, with this. I well. <laughs> I'm concerned uh, that my list, I, you know, I, I bet didn't bet on the right horse. So we'll Chris, <laughs> nobody is worried about you winning, so don't worry about your list. <laughs> All right, let's go, Melody. What's your number three pick? Well, I I debated over many of these options because uh, I don't know. I'm going to go with Wonder Woman just because, well, nobody else has gone with it so far, and that's what's on my page. So. I, I don't feel very confident in this in this pick because the other films in this franchise have left people very angry and disillusioned. But true, I don't know. The trailer looks pretty sweet, so it'll make <laughs> a lot of money. It'll make a lot of money. I do. I think you're right. All right, Daniel. What about you? What's your number three? I agree with Chris. Spider-Man: Homecoming. Uh, I am. I'm really worried about it. I think. I think it'll either very easily get to the number three spot here. And it'll it'll do really well, and people will really love it. Or it'll really underperform, and and still make the top ten, but at, be at the very bottom of it. Um, so I don't know. Right now, I'm betting on it doing well. So we'll see. Yeah. So here's the thing. 
My number three is Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> wow. It's because okay. the Amazing Spider-Man 2 made a couple hundred million dollars. Typically, the number three spot needs to be at about 250 or 260 And I think that the Iron Man slash Marvel slash he was in Civil War and everybody loved him yep. is, is worth about 50 or $60 million bump. So that's why I'm there. But you're right, Daniel. Yeah. We could be completely wrong. So, yep. uh, but that yep. is that is why I have him there, and I'm hoping that that that, that holds true. All right, wow, we're all together us, there. That's good. That's, uh, that's good. That takes us to number four, Chris. What's your number four? All right. Well, here it is, guys. I think Transformers is mm. going to do amazing. <laughs> now, it's going to do a much better internationally than obviously it will do domestically. Right. But I still think it will do really well because, look, guys, people go see these movies. That, that's what the reason why they still make them. Unexplicably. Uh, and so uh, I would say uh, number four, Transformers, is, uh, I think, a fairly good bet. So, Chris, over under on you seeing it three times in the theater. <laughs> very, very, very low. There's, I, I mean, I'm not really, to- I'm not really excited to see this movie. And I, the problem is, is that if you look at box office trends, the 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 Transformers movies have been going down, but they're still, still making a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would say. That that was exactly my thought while I was making my list. Is even though Transformers is going to make a good amount of money, it's yeah. even. People who are fans of the Transformers franchise are kind of done with it at this point. So I don't, it's going down and down. You're and down talking. To, you're talking to one it. right there, Daniel. So I, I think and, it, and he sounded it. not that excited about it. Well, no. But here's the thing, though. I think that I'm. I'm still going to go see it. You're going to go see it. Yeah. Everybody's going to go see it. Yeah. And I think that's sure, the thing. No, is is that huh? speak for yourself. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm yeah. just saying I think it's going to do worse than the last one did. Right. And I yeah. do too. But I still think even if it does worse, it's still going to be in the number four slot. Like yeah, I don't the, think it's going to do one, so much worse. The Go last ahead. one made 245 million domestic, and so yeah. and that was the lowest one. And the, this this is where it really does get challenging if it if trends hold true, and the, and they may not. But at this point, you're getting down into the hundreds of millions, and this is where historically the hundreds of millions. And this is where this list got difficult because all of the previous uh, iterations of these films made in the low two to low two hundreds to mid two hundreds. So there's right. no way to differentiate because right now we're just all guessing. That's all there. That's the right. only way to do it. And Chris totally. is right. People, the the worst grossing film of this one made a quarter of a billion dollars. So domestic. Yeah. All right, let's go to you, um, Josh. What's your number? Uh, excuse me. What's your number four? Uh, my number four, I finally caught up with you guys higher up the list. Mine is Despicable Me 3. Okay, good pick. All That's right. definitely going to make a lot of money. All right, Melody, what about you? My number four is Spider-Man Homecoming. I listened to the hype, so I'm not excited about it, but there you have it. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, that was the most... Like, Hashtag Melody loves great. movies. <laughs> that I love good movies. Wow. That's true. That's wow. true. All right, Daniel, what about you? I have Wonder Woman at number four. I I honestly really almost put it at number three. I think Wonder Woman is going to do really, really, really well. It looks great. It absolutely looks like the best DC movie so far. So I think if it's got good buzz, it'll it'll propel the box office. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you rewind the tape like eight months. I think uh, you know Suicide Squad looks like the best DC movie so far. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying those those trailers. They know that's how to make fair. a good trailer. The problem is is that hopefully that movie is actually good. Then yeah. it will do really well because it's a female action hero. I mean, if it's good, 
it could do really well at the box yeah. office. Mm-hmm. It yep. really could. Yeah, Suicide Squad made a lot of money. So it did, but it. Go ahead. Sorry. It, it, it was hurt from from reviews, no doubt about it. Yeah, no doubt. Suicide Squad. My number four is Wonder Woman as well, uh, All right. and it's because I do think that people will be so overjoyed to have a DC movie that they don't physically revile <laughs> that it'll get good yeah, word yeah. of mouth and. All of these DC movies, as bad as they have been, they all make in the 300 range. And sure. so even if this dropped $100 million, it would be in that range for the four to five. So uh, I think Wonder Woman is actually going to be good. I hope it's going to be good. And um, <laughs> and I think this is where it will finish. Which brings us uh, to the halfway point, our number five picks. Chris, what do you got? I got Wonder Woman. I think I think it will be a good film. And I think, like I said, the, the, the buzz is going to push it. And uh, as long as it's good, people mm-hmm. will go see it. Just ju- I think purely because of the fact that it's one of the first times we've got a female lead superhero that is actually taking the lead. So I think that's I think it's a big deal. I think yeah. it could, and I it don't could think do you really can well. undersell the fact that uh, Wonder Woman was by far the best thing in Batman. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, for yeah. sure. Yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah. And I think the same thing is true with Spider-Man, which I find really funny. Like these two add-on characters to other superhero films last summer yeah. are now they've got their own films. It's definitely Marvel and DC are just in lockstep with one another and how they're rolling out. It's like, it kind of makes you a little sick knowing the fact that it seems like they're they're literally copying each other almost almost to play by play. All right, Josh, what about you? What's your number five? I This franchise is just caught in this bizarre time loop but it's still gonna make money so my number five is spider-man homecoming yep yeah yeah that could mm-hmm. be dead on that's a good pick that's a good yeah that's what a about good. you melody my number five i guess i'm the first one to put this one out there war for the planet of the apes <laughs> i don't know <laughs> good luck the last, the last <laughs> one did these but i it if my memory serves have been fairly good so Define good. Excellent. I mean, how they've dare been great, you, Josh. They've been fantastic. They've been amazing. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what great. I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. And I no, no, they're great movies. They're and great they movies. both made excellent box office. So yeah. yes, there's also yeah. those are crazy. I, that one I'm more excited to see than <laughs> yes. anything yes, else Josh. on my list so far, except for Guardians. You're crazy. Those right, movies so. are bad, and everybody else is wrong. You're correct. All right, <laughs> number five. Agreed. <laughs> number five for you, Daniel. I am going with Cars 3. I think uh, animated movies always make money, and these movies, reviews, bad reviews or not, make a lot, a lot of money. So, what else are kids going to go see? They, they gotta, exactly. the kids, parents have got to do something with their kids in the summer. That's exactly. True. So I think, I think it'll make good money from kids, and then also I'm hoping it gets good reviews, and that propels a little bit of money from adults as well. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. That's a risky yeah. pick. I think Cars 3 is going to be great, but I don't know that – at number five, it's going to need to be really, really great. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Sorry to interrupt. When was the last time a Pixar movie didn't make like that high up? Uh, I would want Cars two. Mister Cars two made. Cars two was le- made less than two hundred million. Wasn't so, that direct to DVD though, or did that no, actually come out in theaters? No, no, no. Theaters. no. yeah, theaters. Yeah, no, it made like hundred and ninety million. And so I, I, I don't think, I don't think you get the same carryover that just because it's Pixar, quote-unquote, that you used to get, where people would just show up. And I think there's a bad taste in everyone's mouth from Cars 2. Now, I think it's going to be good, and I think it's going to make a lot of money, and it's on my list. I just think at the five spot, it's going to need to make probably 250 to 270 domestic, and maybe it will. We'll see. 
Yeah. All it. right. My number five, unfortunately for me and my eyeballs, is Transformers The Last <laughs> Night for all the reasons that we already talked about when Chris picked it. So I think people just show up for these movies because it's robots. So they don't care about story or editing or being able to understand what you're saying. They just like They want to throw a ride. Noises. Come on. They just, yeah. they just want to turn their brains off for two hours, two and a half hours, three hours. They certainly need to. Yeah, minus the thrilling part. I, th- I would agree with that. So, Oh, come on. Uh, no, I feel like movies. I have to keep my brain turned on to protect it from the <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point of view, Melody. Thank you. Uh, All right. Well, that takes us now. We're in the back stretch to our number six picks. Chris, what is your number yeah. six? So I think that Disney does this thing where they, came, they campaign for their films years in advance using specifically uh, theme parks. You know, millions of people go through those theme parks, and I think they really try and launder their brands that have not done all that well uh, and actually make them more appealing again over these last – when they actually do rides or events or whatever at these, these theme parks. And so I think Cars 3, because of what they've been doing in Disneyland, they've got an entire Cars land there now, and they've done a lot to try and make – this cars feel different in the advertising campaign and the trailers. Uh, I think it's caught people's attention in a way that none of their other films have done. So I think cars three will actually do pretty well. And especially, like I said before, especially the movie's actually good. I think it'd do really great. So number six for me is cars three. All right. More love for cars. What about Mm -hmm. you, Josh? Number six for me is wonder woman. I will start to diverge as we get farther down the list. Trust me, you'll be you'll be very amused by the end of this. But so far, I'm gonna gonna stay conventional. That's a good pick. I was already amused at Cars two for your number two, but uh, oh, Cars leave three? him alone. Cars three. Sorry, I'm leaving him alone. Yeah, leave me alone. Oh, gosh, thank yeah. you, Melody. Detective. No problem. Don't leave him alone. Pick <laughs> hey, Adam. All right, go. Melody. What did you uh, What did you pick for your number six? Number six is. So sad to say this is the farthest down I could put this on the list and still feel like, you know, fairly competent. Transformers. Bleh. Sad to say. <laughs> Did you just vomit? <laughs> a little bit. She a threw little. up a little on her mouth. Just a little. Oh, great. Okay. All right. How about you, Daniel? What's your number six? Yeah, Transformers 5. Yeah. That's okay. all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. My number six is War for the Planet of the Apes. I think not only is it going to be great, like the first two are, they typically make around $200 million. I think this one will do about the same, which I should put it around number six. Which now takes us to our number seven picks. Chris, what do you have for number seven? Man, I'm right behind you. War for the Planet of the Apes is my number seven pick. I think it'll be just behind Cars 3, but it could be switched. Uh, I was debating this point specifically, and I just decided to put Cars ahead just because of the kid factor. But I think War will do really well. Yep, yep. All right. What about you, Josh? Looking at my list, I have a feeling, has this movie already been released and done terribly at the box office? I think (laughs) maybe. What is it? Um, (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) I for Logan. my number seven, I just went. Ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I just went ahead and went with Alien Covenant because why not? Ah, it comes out this weekend. Comes out this weekend. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. So you know, really, Scott, Alien movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not it'd be great to see it for sure. Yeah, okay. Number seven. That's the first time Alien makes it onto any of our lists, which takes us to mm-hmm. Melody. Melody, what's your number seven? My number seven is Pirates, Dead Men Tell No Tales. I 
I've heard some good things, I think. Oh, yeah, from Daniel. So there it is, my number seven. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, okay, Daniel. Yep, I'm agreeing with Melody again. Pirates 5. I think, uh, I really have no idea how this movie is going to do. Uh, I think it'll still draw people to the theater. All the rest of the movies made really good money. The Pirates 4 made over a billion dollars worldwide. So, uh, yeah, so Pirates 5 at number seven. Yeah, I think people are just over those movies, even though it's been five or six years since the last one. But I also think people are going to come out, and it is also my number seven. So there you nice. have it, which takes us to our last two picks for the top ten. Chris, what is your number eight? Well, actually, there's three picks, right? So we eight, nine, and ten. I can't huh? count. And so, <laughs> Chris. I, I was very quickly looking through my list. I was like, wait a minute. Why have yes. I skipped my Sorry, list? what's your number eight? All right, so for me, it's Pirates of the Caribbean, DMTNT. All right, Josh, what about you? My number eight, I'm going to go a little off book. Hopefully someone mentions this. It's going to end up in Dark Horses, I think. But I'm going to go with Christopher Nolan's war movie, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Yeah. Dunkirk. It's, it's going to be pick. epic, and I think it will do... At least passably at the box office. It, I, I'm going to make a prediction right now. It will be the best movie of the summer. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That's a pretty Most safe likely, pick. Yeah. yeah. It is. I mean, maybe Guardians. Just to, I mean, Guardians and Dunkirk, but they're completely different films, and I think Dunkirk yeah. will be amazing. I have no I doubt. I can't Guardians wait. is even going to be in the same league, but I do. Well, think, no, they're not. They're not. That's my point. I do think, though, the problem is that, regardless of the director that you put on war movies like this. Um, mm-hmm. They don't typically do huge box office, but we'll see. I hope it does, because I do think it will probably be the best movie. Melody, what is your number eight? Uh, This is a risky pick, and it's it's on this list only because of the main actor. So my number eight is The Mummy. I know it's probably going to be awful. I don't care. I still want to see it. It's a Tom Cruise movie. I feel like a lot of people still go see Tom Cruise movies just because they're Tom Cruise. Although after the latest... What was that? Jack Reacher, Never Go Back. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving him too much confidence. But nevertheless, it's my number eight. There you have it. There you go. So help me understand this now. You <laughs> want to see The Mummy, but you don't want to see Spider-Man Homecoming. Is that I mean, that right, because it has Tom Cruise in it. No. I explained that. Okay, that's true. All right. Okay. <laughs> Okay. There's there's <laughs> logic there. You cannot argue with. I can't, Chad. It's I can't just, argue. It's that. logical. I agree. The man is magic on the screen. No one yeah. can deny it. <laughs> the man is magic. I'm not, I'm not denying it. Oh man. He is. Oh, I'm no. not denying the magic. I don't understand. All right. Dan. So have you guys heard the, the Have you guys heard the trailer so where it was released with just the yes. just the vocal yes. effects? <laughs> yeah, yes. it was oh, so man. good. His screams. Oh, <laughs> Great. It was a lot better. I'd watch that movie before I watch the actual <laughs> one with full effects. Even though you're going to watch it, so let's just be real. Yeah, you are. Oh, Come on. Yeah, of course. Come on. Of course. All right, Daniel, what's your number eight? Uh, I think I'm ranking this a little bit too low after hearing you guys talk, uh, but my number eight is War for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, it's certainly going to be an amazing movie. I just felt like these didn't do that great of box office. I, I guess I didn't do my research there. So yeah, I think it's too low, but it is what it is. Or you could be right. You could be exactly right. My number eight is Cars 3 for everything that we've already said about it. We just disagree about where we think it's going to finish. But I do think it is going to be the best of the Cars series, and I, I'm pulling for it for sure. 
Which brings us now to our number nine. Chris, what's your number nine? Guys, he's a Scientologist. It's going to be number nine. The Mummy. Come on, he's magic. The Mummy is a Scientologist? <laughs> he's, he's, yes. Or is it a she This in this one? I don't know. It's a she. <laughs> the, the Mummy is a she in this, in this particular film. Gotcha. But I think it's going to do pretty well. I mean, I think this is Tom Cruise in a movie will get this kind of reaction, I think. Uh, and um, I think, yeah, it'll be good. I think number nine's a pretty safe pick for the mummy. I agree with that. Yeah, Tom Cruise and a uh, CGI monster and end of the summer release ought to be good for something. Uh-huh. Oh, All yeah. right. I just have to remind you of Jack Reacher. Never go back. Never go back. You guys keep, you guys keep saying... Oh, Tom Cruise is in a movie. It's going to do amazing. Yeah, but I well, said that. Well, I acknowledge yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same. Hang on. Movie. Yeah, that is a complete. Yeah. One is a, a, a like a crime thriller that it looks like a sequel and fairly inaccessible. This is a the come movie. on. This is a blockbuster, fairly accessible. I I'm, I want to go do something fun on Saturday evening with my date. This is the kind of movie you take them to. It just is. Mm. I mean, okay. it mm. is. It is. I agree. So. I agree. Just yeah. So Josh, what is your number nine? I don't know. I I haven't dated in a while, so I, I don't know about all that, Chris. <laughs> uh, but I'm right there with you. Number nine, the mummy. Okay. Okay. Josh is no longer dating ladies. Sorry about that. He's off the market. <laughs> but uh, he did not win his wife by taking her to the mummy. I can assure you of that. All right, Melody. But my number nine is Cars Three. Maybe it's too low, but. That's where it is for me. Okay. I think that could be just about right. right. All right. What about you, Daniel? I say number nine is Dunkirk. I think it'll definitely underperform relative to other Christopher Nolan movies, but it's still going to make a decent amount of money. So, And Harry Styles is in it, so all the One Directioners are going to go to it. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah. And that's a, it's oh, a little man, bit I didn't more think about a, that. It's a little bit more of a difficult thing because I'm assuming it's going to be rated R and it's probably almost three hours long. I you know. highly doubt that. I you don't think it's going to be R? R? No, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. Has Chris Nolan made an R-rated film since Memento? It's a World War II movie. I would be shocked if it wasn't rated R. Somebody's going to be shocked. Let's, let's shocked. see if it's got a rating. Is it out? <laughs> Do we know? I'm He's looking. looking it up. He's looking it up. Give him a minute. Gotta go to space. Fifty-eight. Heat <laughs> rated second. thirteen for intense war experience. Yeah, in some okay. language. It is. All right. Are you shocked? I'm disappointed. I am shocked actually, yeah. and disappointed honestly. So there you go. Yeah, that 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 does hurt its its chances of being good as a as a war movie. But oh well. yeah. Oh, okay. oh now it, it could be great, but we'll see. All it's right. It's gonna be good. I mean, but it's Christopher Nolan. It'll yeah. be great. Yeah. Uh, okay. We won't get into that. All right, so my number nine is also The Mummy. For all the reasons, I think that Tom Cruise, CGI Mummy, it's good for $100 million, $125 million, magic on the screen. Okay. Date night. He brings the magic. And evidently that's what the kids do on the dates these days is go see They the do. They so. go see that, that, those are the dates. Now that brings us to the 10 pick, and the 10 pick is vitally important because if you guess this one correctly, it's worth 13 big points, just like Woo. number one is. And in what? some cases, this can sway the outcome like it did last year. I got number 10 right, which was Ghostbusters at the yes. time when we played. And it was good enough for me to put me over the top and put Melody third, even though she claims that she was second. Shut it. So Shut it. Uh, let's go to number 10, Chris. The all-important number yeah. 10. What is your pick? 
So I definitely have been debating this, and I'm not sure I have chosen the correct one. For me, it was between, you know, there's always a a movie that is the comedy of the year, and this year it could very well be Baywatch. I just don't know how appealing it is, even though it's ironic and they're doing it kind of as a, a you know, a twist, kind of like, oh, I wasn't, you know, they're, they're not actually doing it straight. But I don't think it's going to actually be able to crack the, the the top ten. So for me, I'm going to choose Dunkirk. Um, I think Dunkirk will do fairly well, especially because it is PG-13, and also because uh, it is there's a high emphasis being placed on IMAX. That means every screening of this movie is going to be making more money. Um, and I think uh, theater owners really love playing Christopher Nolan films in IMAX because it makes them so much money. So that's my guess that Dunkirk will at least break the top 10 simply because of the PG-13 rating and also because it's going to be playing in IMAX. There you go. Number 10 for Dunkirk for Chris. All right, Josh, what about you? See, I thought the comedy of the year was going to be The Mummy with Tom Cruise playing Brendan <laughs> Fraser. And- yes. <laughs> Is that yes. not it? Okay. Could be. Yeah, so my number 10 and my dark horses are not going to win me any points. But my number 10, I thought, hey, we haven't seen a Stephen King movie in a while, and maybe people will go to the theaters for it. So I picked The Dark Tower for number 10. Yes, The Dark okay. Tower. The Dark Tower. All right. Melody. So somber in here. Oh my god. As, as, as Alright, Melody. What uh, what did you pick for your number ten? Uh I did not pick the Dark Tower. I picked Alien Covenant, but I wish that I would have rethought this. I forgot that it gets all those extra points. And that is how you beat me last year because our lists were like almost the same. Actually, Daniel beat you as well. Don't leave him out of that. Whatever. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Anyways, Alien Covenant is my number 10. It will actually probably do better than that, but that's what I have. Okay, Alien Covenant, number 10. All right, Daniel, what about you? What is your 10? Despite Chris's argument against it, I'm going with Baywatch. I think uh, think 20... Yeah, you're right. Go ahead. I, I think 22 Jump Street, that made the top 10 of its year in 2014. Uh, yep. And this is definitely going for a similar vibe. I don't know if it'll be as good because it definitely kind of seems like a ripoff of the 2021 20, Jump Street franchise. But uh, it's got The Rock, and he makes a lot of money at the box office. So, yeah, I'm going for it. I don't feel super confident in it, but I'm going for it. No, I think that's a good choice, man. Like, I really do. I, I It could do even better than that. If it's good, the problem is, is this is an R-rated film. Yeah, um, it is. And R- so yeah. if, if it's really great and people want to go see it, It'll do well, but if it's just kind of mediocre, it will flatten out and not do well at all. So yeah, but there always very, seems to be some R-rated comedy no, I, every year I'm that not, breaks yeah. up in there. So I agree looks, with you. And the trailers look, look pretty funny. For me, though, and I came down to the same two as you did, Chris, uh, Dunkirk and or Baywatch, and I ended up putting yeah. Dunkirk number 10. Now the fact that I know that it's PG-13, I, I feel a little bit better about yeah. that as far as uh, how the box office is going to finish. So those are our top 10 picks. Now we're going to go around and everybody's going to give their three dark horse picks. Just a reminder yes. that if any of these picks fall on the top 10, they are good for one point apiece. Chris, what are your three dark horse choices? All right, so Alien Covenant coming out this weekend. It could bomb at the box office. Um, It's another R-rated Alien movie, and these films have been very bad for very long. I feel like... You mean one of them has been bad, right? And so that's why I put it on my list. Wait, what are you talking about? 
the Alien movies have not Are done. Are you including or, Prometheus in there Prometheus? as well? Prometheus. So, Prometheus is great. Okay, but what I'm saying, they've not done well at the box office and they're not well received. Prometheus, I think, is interesting. People did not like that movie when it came out, but it's kind of recently gotten a, a boost. Yeah, uh, I, I love it. enjoying it. Okay, so my point is, is the Alien <laughs> films, the the named the, the, the named Alien movies uh, from Alien Three, really the first two movies, the only ones that are really great. Prometheus was fine; it was okay. I'm just not exactly sure it's going to do gangbusters at uh, the box office, but it might um, because it looks like it is. I'm going to put on my dark horse, guys. I think it may do well. <laughs> that's why it's that's why it's there. Uh, I'm not. Yes. Anyway, so, so Alien Covenant, it could do very well or it could bomb, <laughs> depending upon the name recognition and the fact that it's R-rated film. But again, this is what people go see because it's a horror movie. Um, and if it gets good buzz, which I think it's getting pretty good buzz at the moment, it could do well. Uh, Baywatch is on that list for me. How many do I get? Three? Yeah. That's it. Just three. Baywatch is my other one. And then my last one is totally way out there. I want it to do really well. It's not going to. But I really want it to, because I love the Fifth Element. And no, hilarious. No, do you are not really well. And it'll folks, do great. You just it'll witnessed great. the biggest wasted pick in the history. Of- <laughs> it'll do. Wait, oh, it'll, it'll do great internationally, worst, especially in Europe, Josh. where it is well received and and beloved in the comic book form. But if it's a good movie, like if it is a a, a, a Fifth Element type movie, the geeks that geek thing might actually push it forward and it, 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 it could be sleeper hit it really could so number three for me but yeah. what, what movie are we talking about valerian oh the city of a, th- a thousand oh, planets oh i think is the okay city why of does a thousand two hundred and fifty million dollar budget uh, yeah why did the i biggest ask? bombs ever do you guys remember last year when Josh picked Mechanic Resurrection? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a better pick. That, that was, was a better, better pick. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on now. That is not at all the case. This could do very, very well. And you know that's – look, if it is – if it is, Chris, you just I, need to stop. You just need to stop. It's not. All right, nothing all right. you can say. There's nothing you can say. I'm excited about it. All right, Josh, what are your Dark Horse picks? My first Dark Horse is – Transformers TLK. That's going to make the list. <laughs> yeah, that that might break ten. My second one is Baywatch. Already been mentioned. Mm-hmm. And my third one I picked because of the people attached to it. Some of the actors attached to it, even though I haven't heard anything about it. And it's probably an awful pick because that's how I roll. Uh, my third dark horse is a movie called Baby Driver. Kevin Spacey and Jamie Foxx and someone else with a big name attached to it. I cannot wait to see that movie. I don't know what kind of box that's, office it's going to do. But that's it, terrible. Looks, it looks amazing. It looks phenomenal. Yep. That's a good pick, Josh. Maybe. I mean, there's no way to know with that one. You can't trust the taste of the yeah. uh, American. You think uh, Baby Driver is going to do better than Valerian? Yes. Come on. Yes. No. You're yes. insane. <laughs> I would show those trailers to ten people and any of the ten that picked Valerian, I would immediately defriend and never <laughs> speak to them. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. <clears throat> so I guess this is where we say goodbye, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. i got to go now. I'll Happy see you later. People. All right. I think Baby Driver looks fantastic. There's no doubt. It's like a music video. It's going to be great. Yep. All right, Melody, what about you? What are your Dark Horse picks? My dark horses are Dunkirk, which maybe I should have put higher. I did not realize it was not rated R, but anyways, at least it made it there. 
Baywatch, which we've mentioned all the reasons why, and I threw in Rough Night as, you know, one of the possible summer comedies. The trailer doesn't look very funny, but you never know. I don't think a lot of things are funny that the masses do, so. (laughs) (laughs) The masses. The commoners. All right. (laughs) All right, Daniel, what about you? So my Dark Horses, uh, as much crap as I was just giving Chris, I, I, I really, Valerian did cross my mind because I'm going to be in the theaters for Valerian opening night because I, I cannot wait to see that movie because it's yes. going to be so bad. It's going to be so bad. <laughs> this is so oh. baloney. Are you going to hate watch it? Are you going to so hate watch it? So here's the deal. So I'm you're going to spend money. You're, you're going to actually okay. help me move that yeah. needle further towards yes, my end. All right, sweet. Thanks. I, I appreciate I that. I genuinely, that's one of the movies I'm most excited for this summer because it looks so freaking bad. I don't um, understand that logic. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. He's got yeah. disposable income, Chad. Nevertheless, I, I, it crossed my mind, but I didn't make that a Dark Horse pick. So my number one pick is Alien Covenant. I definitely think it's going to make good money because uh, it's going to be good. And then number two is The Mummy, which is going to be so bad, but it does have Tom Cruise in it, and he is magic. And then number three, uh, I agree with Melody. I picked Rough Night. I think that could be, if it gets good reviews, that could be one of those movies that really takes off. So I, I, it doesn't look good to me, but I don't know. It could it could make it. When we tally this up, this could be a very close finish in a lot of regards because my Dark Horse picks are Alien Covenant, Baywatch, and Rough Night. Those are the exact mm-hmm. three. Uh, Rough Night, I think, is actually going to be a lot funnier than the trailers because the people involved in the making of that movie have made other things that are funny. And I do right. think I do think it's going it has a shot anyway. And yeah. so those are my three, which brings us to the end of our summer movie wager. I think overall we've yes. got uh, a lot of movies that we're not very excited to see, but that are going to make a lot of money either way. And we will look forward to the winner getting the victorious spoils and being able to make other people watch things. But if you have any picks, you agree or disagree with where we place some things, we'd love to hear about it. Visit us on our Facebook page and tell us what you think is going to be the top grossing movie or the number 10. Or if you want to put your whole list, we'll throw you in there and we'll just we'll see what happens as well. As always, if you get a few minutes, hop on over to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast. And if you're so inclined, leave us a review as it really does help us out and that's a wrap you've heard what the screeners had to say now you be the critic head over to screenerspodcast.com and let us know what you think see you next time